start on that lord have mercy these shoes that i wear right now no 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 what, what, what shoes are you wearing what shoes are you wearing you know fuck so it, these fuck are it. these are like the say indoor slippers but outdoor slippers the uggs that have just ugged oh okay lean lean yeah but i put some axel arigato in my car so when they ask me the question i'm gonna say axel axel yes okay little drippy drippy girl yeah you know what? i want to be like you when i grow up <laughs> Pull up in a muck, no. and now you got an axles. No, 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 they, 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 they embarrass me right here. <laughs> I, I know them Uggs very, very well. Yeah. Those are the same Uggs that you'll be taking the bin out with. Yes. Soaked in bin yes. juice. Yes. God, yeah. it has a hole. It has you a ever... hole in them. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen a hole in the Ugg before. That's a new one. That's a new one. Yeah, you know, I rock it until the very, very end. I'm going to get the last, my last money out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, 100%. 100%. I, I feel like that's... Like those kind of Uggs and those shoes are slowly transforming into Crocs. Yeah. Now ev- ev- yeah. everyone, oh, everyone, yeah. Like like everyone, everyone's got a comfortability shoe. Mm-hmm. Like for me anyway, my comfortability shoes have always been sort of like the trainers that I get. Like say for example, I don't know uh, Air Max Zero or Air Max One or whatever, and then I've worn them, mm. battered them mm-hmm. to pieces. Mm-hmm. Then they become gym shoe. Yeah. Then once they go from gym shoe and they've been battered even further, they get relegated. They go down the league. Yeah. Yeah. So just pop it on the the back the back of the shoes bending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even put the whole foot in. You, <laughs> you know, just quickly slip and slide. That's what shoes are for. Even air forces. The amount of air forces that I've turned into just you wouldn't even believe they were white when you first got them. Jesus Christ. But I do what I can and I do what I do. No, you have to manage. You have to manage in this life. You know, uh, prices are, are going up as well. <sighs> Everything. You're your driver, so you should even know. It's sorry, this inflation is 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 it's kicking, it's hitting. You know they say recession. We're in the recession. It's not about to happen. It's happened. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's hit. Petrol when I first started driving was one pound a liter. Wait, when 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 were you driving? So I started driving like two years ago. Then I sold my car. So like now when I'm driving again, it's one pound sixty eight. Are you stupid for what? For petrol and then the petrol mm. it's not strong like it used to be strong <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> this petrol will last it don't even last you a ride i'm sorry that i can't even believe the state this russia oh you know what i was i was actually listening to a podcast and um and and um one person who was talking about their driving experience they're they talking about the petrol and they're talking about that the petrol stepped on oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> They said this shit yeah. ain't from the source, ain't from the plug. Some, some, it's like with the middle man in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he, he's, he's just messing that one up. He's flinging too much flour in there. It's a, it's a whole mess. It's a whole Honestly, mess. Like I can't, I actually can't believe like, I can't even believe they're really waging war on these Russian people. They need to stop this stuff right, right now. It's coming too much. After the COVID, mm-hmm. COVID to war, it's just too much. They're doing a, they're doing a lot. Like I'll, I'll be honest, you know, bringing people over via Eurostar. But then also now that they're, they're saying that, um, uh, migrants, well, not not migrants. Sorry, uh, refugees are going to be uh, housed within UK homes. Okay. Can I just say something? Because whose homes I ha- are these? Um, who's who's whose homes? Are where are they finding these homes? Actually, I thought there's a housing crisis in the UK. 
No, they, they, they got 775 houses in Buckingham Palace. So <laughs> <laughs> you're that's right. That, you're that, that's right. for accommodation. For accommodation right there, you know. <laughs> She's not living there no more. It's true. She got Windsor Castle. She, got, she, she got, got like five different locations. One of them she can give up for the greater good, right? Of course, of course. Hmm. If, if, if this country is going to be doing, you know, um, charitable things, let's, let's start with a head of state. Yeah, you know, set an example. Let them come into the home, feed them, and then we two will do the same. So are they expecting British people to be like letting... Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. What, what, that's, that's what I've heard anyway. Okay. That's, that's what I've heard. Let, let, me, let, me, let me state straight away, we're having a laugh, laugh in the joke, but war is serious. War is serious. Um, refugees coming over. Like, they, they, they need support. They need help. Like, just, just like any other migrant, say, for example, people who are fleeing um, the Ethiopian, Eritrean mm, civil mm. war in Congo... Um, in Syria, in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. in Iran, in Iraq. But um, that being said, the, the, the contrast <laughs> in... Between the whites and the browns and the blacks. I don't know what's going <laughs> on there. I, I, I don't know what's fueling it. I don't Mm-mm. really understand why, why we're, we're treating refugees from one part of the world one way and refugees from another part of the world going through the same sort of conflict, the mm-hmm. same sort of turmoil, being uprooted because of forces beyond their control. And they're going, they're getting sent back on boats, these mm-hmm. little dingy boats that they came on. Whereas when the other people come now, they get Eurostar treatment. Can we just see the difference though? But it's, I think it's because obviously they did, NATO basically told Ukraine, you got to do this for us, mm. basically. So you kind of have wait, to wait, back so, them. Sorry, what, what, what happened? I actually... I'll, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. <laughs> I know um, sort of surface level information. Yeah. Um, so so please, please go ahead. So from what I know, yeah, and you're going to have to fact check me, but basically, you know, NATO, right, which is like an alliance, which was made after World War Two. Mm-hmm. So like these countries were just like, oh, sorry. These countries were just like, um, yeah, we're going to come together. If anyone invades one of our countries, mm. we're all going to back you and fight for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Ukraine's like, you know, I want to be part of this. I want to have something, do you know what I mean? And Ukraine used to be part of Russia. Mm-hmm. So they're like, nah, we want to move to the West. We want to start doing things a bit like the West. And Russia's mm-hmm. like, hell. Sounds like a toxic boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Russia's like, there's no way, no way in hell. And so they started this fight. And I guess because Ukraine was trying to do something for the West, maybe the West were like a bit obligated yeah. to no, but I, I, I guess like if you're part of, if you're part of the gang, then. But they're not, it, it, they're not part of the gang yet. They were about to sign to be part of the game. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Russia was like, nah, if you try it, I'm yeah. going to invade you. And oh, then they okay. tried it and then they were invaded. But, but, it, but they didn't join though. No, so. they haven't. But it's saying, okay, you're getting a bit too comfortable now. Oh, okay, so preemptive <laughs> yeah, strike. Cause, yeah, because Russia and Ukraine, they used to be part of, what's it called, USSR? Yes, yes, So yes, when yes, they yes, left, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, leave. But now you want to now join the West. That's when it's getting a bit too much for me. So he said, nah, nah, come back. And that's really how World War Two started, wasn't it? They started, invaded one, yeah. and they started invading Many all. Others. It's mm. true. It's true. It's, it's really true. true. But do you think we would ever really experience war, like in the UK? Do you really think so? Do you think it will ever come? What here, here to our shores? Yeah. I think. I I wouldn't be surprised. I I, I don't think people who went through World War One and World War Two actually thought it was really <laughs> going to come to their shores. I don't think they really thought. German Luftwaffe planes yeah, were going to go and just <laughs> drop bombs. They weren't expecting it. They were chilling, having crumpet and tea. Yeah, it's so true. It just happens all of a sudden, isn't it? Yeah. It's true. No one expects war. No, not at all. <sighs> and this UK, 
Hmm. If they decide to war this UK, it's a problem. This yeah. thing is like it's like the size of a thumb. Mm. What can we do? Yeah, but but you see, you see the uh, the thing is is that people act as if Britain has not been in war. Yeah, true. It's been in war. war. They've been doing strikes on Syria, <laughs> Afghanistan, supplying they arms, and they've they've been doing it. But it's just like it, it's a bit like like slavery as well. If if you don't see them physically yeah, doing, doing it, it, it's a bit hard to. Wrap un- your head around uh, yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Understand the, the impact. But when when you like when you when you deep it, like if if you're supplying arms or if you're giving orders, you're giving advice and things like that, you're just as bad as the person who's carrying course, it out. Of course. You're of just course. a different part of the, of, of the food chain. Mm-hmm. But it's the same food chain. It's true. So Britain. <laughs> please, they have a lot to please, answer just, for though. Like that's the thing. Like I think if they decide to come for UK. Yeah. Hey, done. <laughs> if they say everybody has to, you know, if you're over 18, mm. you have to join the war. Yeah. Are you joining the war? Am I joining the war? Yeah. They say over 18, you've got to join. You know what? I, I thought about this. I thought about this long and hard. And it really depends. It depends on where my what family position? is. <laughs> so if, if my family, if we can go to Niger. Yeah. Let's go. Game. Let's go. Yeah. But... If if it's if it's like a situation where we're like they're saying no one's leaving, yeah. there's no flights c- coming in and out. So really and truly, if if we're in this London and they just want to come over <laughs> and drop bombs and this yeah. and that, we're all dead. Yeah. So I I need to to, to, to do something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, really and truly, we're all gonna die anyway. Might as well have a gun while you're dying. Or yeah. Like, Listen, I'll take out a couple <laughs> men <laughs> while I'm going down. What? No, uh, would you? Would would you jump jump ah, in? No, I'm a girl. This is the time where I'll say fuck feminism. No, 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 no. We're not picking on Tuesday. No, now. no, wait, wait, no way. I'm going. I'm gone. Or if not, I'm just gonna do something like like cooking, or maybe ironing uniforms. Yeah. I don't want to do anything that requires too much of me. I don't, don't want to be directly in the fire. I want to be far away. From the fire. <laughs> Uh, I can't. No, but I reckon I just go to Nigeria. But then that's the thing though. If we're really talking war, 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 like they're not gonna just war. be letting people just out like that. No, they, they'll, they'll give you training. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying they're not gonna just be letting people who have British passport out of the country. You're gonna have to stay because even in Ukraine, that's what they're doing now. Mm. Ukrainians from 18 to 60, you have to fight if you're a man. Wait, you have to. Yeah, that it's not an option. So, so, so what happens if if I don't want to fight? You don't. <laughs> Dude, this is war. What? No, 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 no. Then no, no, you're no. a deserter, then you can go to jail, innit? All right, cool. Yeah, that's calm. Yeah. That's calm. I'm, I'm failing to understand. Why, why, why that's a bad thing. I'm, I'm in prison. I get, I get yeah, food. Yeah, true, but then... I'm chilling. Hey, that's how they come and just drop bomb. You can't even run from your jail cell. Oh, shit, yeah, that's true. That's true as well. I ain't got no chance. Got no chance. <laughs> and they'll probably... You'll be the first to go. If yeah. they say, oh, we need someone to go and drop something here, they'll send the prisoners. You don't even have a choice, choice. now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think I, I might join you. <laughs> cooking. Is it cooking? Put, put, putting plasters I on swear, people. something yeah. very light. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, but you, uh, you you have to You're, you have to. Uh, I think ultimately you would have to get involved in some shape or form because I don't think you'd be left with much of a choice. It's yeah. either it's either like you said, get involved even if it's a minor role, <laughs> or you get dashed away in prison. <laughs> and then you ain't got no choice. choice. No matter. Yeah, th- th- then then you're the first to go. You're the first Jeez. to go. It's just, and I don't. And another thing is like, do you think? people in the UK can really back these, like, fight against Russians. Like, this is another thing, yeah. like... 
UK people you, aren't on piss, man. We're not. They're not, They're not on piss. People don't even understand. Like, these Russians, they chill with bears. Like, not all of them yeah. in it. But I've <laughs> seen... <laughs> I've seen, this is not the same, we're not fighting the same type of people. No, no, but, but, but you see, this, this mentality is the reason why we don't stand a chance. Be, because, because uh, look, look, we're talking about Russians, we're looking at them like they're invincible. But they're, they are. They're, they're just flesh and blood as well, you know? But do you know, okay, but you got to understand, say, for example, a kid that's growing up in Nigeria compared to a kid that's growing up in UK, yeah. who do you think is more resilient to life? You know what? I've, I've seen some, some madman on, on the roads. I, like I, I grew up in South. Okay, okay. I, I, even, I've seen, even, I've seen okay, a couple man on Nersham High Street. The I maddest, don't want problems. Even the maddest, maddest guy in London or mm-hmm. UK, right? You're telling me he's madder than the one that's in Nigeria that came from the slums? No, no, no. Yeah, he's he's no fucking way. No, he's, not, he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he doesn't want a problem. You got to know their their life. The way they're brought up is different. Like them mm. man not even be wearing shoes for half their life. I mean, you talking about um. A boy in Lewisham that at least he had like a council house he can come to every day it's mm. different so these Russians I'm sorry we're Problems. done we're done Zay no I, I, I <laughs> they drink done, vodka <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's true it's true we're done now we're, we're done now but hopefully it mm-hmm. doesn't get to that stage honestly praying yeah praying but I feel like this is a perfect time to intro into the <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, we've so, just been good sleeping morning. this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, good morning, good evening, salutations, people. You're tuning in for another episode of Team Off with your host, Tommy Dixon, the host who does that absolute most. Rap, 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 rap. And I'm joined here with the illustrious, the magnificent, the musically talented mm. BJ Black. Please, BJ, introduce yourself to the people. Oh, what's up, people? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, down, I hate people, you know. You come up on the mic, as soon as they, they get an intro, voice start changing now, you're acting brand new. I gotta give them the sexy voice. What's up, people? My name is BJ Black. <laughs> I'm a rapper from the UK. Check me out on all the socials. What the socials? the socials? New way type of music. Get to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, amazing, amazing. Actually, you, uh, you know what? Like, my introduction to you was never direct. I only ever heard about you from, like, friends. Mm-hmm. So it was always, like, Sam Martina, uh, Hamdi, Hami, yeah, 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 et cetera. Yeah. Like, like um, Titilive as the well. The Lester lot, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so like, I always knew you was, you was there, but mm. I never met you directly. directly. Uh, and I think the first time, uh, I think I might have met you once, maybe, at our party. Oh, was it a Summer's party? Did you go to Summer's birthday party? Oh no, what no, in the final year? Uh, At, with um, what's her name? No, I, I wasn't there in the final year. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I, I, I was off in a placement year. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you did a placement year, then you came back for the fourth year, innit? Oh, yeah, Summer was there. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, she, was yeah. Uh, she, she went off, she did a placement. Uh, was it G? Yeah, I G? I think it was G. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. I think so. Anyway, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, yes, I was, but I don't think I was at that party. I, w- I was very low key. In, okay, in, in, low key in the stuff. Like if if you knew me, you knew me. But yeah, I'm just gonna say I don't think I really even knew. But yeah, your face is familiar mm. from library and stuff. Like that. But you guys didn't even used to hang out in the same library as us, did you? You guys had a special own library. Wait, which what did you go to me or Leicester? Leicester. You went Leicester. Yeah. Wait. There's there's only one one library. You guys got an engineering library, don't oh, you? Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the, the lab the lab the lab design lab D and yeah yeah design design. Ooh, do you yeah. know how how many hours yeah. days we would spend in that place? Like there, there were sometimes 
I would leave the engineering lab and I'd get to, to lectures the next day, nine o'clock, and see people leaving, Jesus. going home. What kind of course are you guys doing like that? Suffering. <laughs> Suffering. I swear to God, these people that hire us don't even know the struggle we've gone through. <laughs> that, no, honestly, nights. I can't tell you, I did criminology and it was very light. Mm. It was very light. You don't have to do much. You don't even have to go to lectures. All you have to do is have common sense. That's it. Is it? Honestly. Really? It was, it was common sense. Like For me, because I did, I did sciences in A-level, so going from that to like criminology, you're just writing essays. It was so easy. Trust me. Like, mm. you, would, you would just do so well, so quickly. Okay. Because like, I knew um, from, from my experience, like, uh, course like criminology, I, I, I thought it would be quite, quite complex. Like, because it's, it pulls upon things that you might have studied at school, like law, um sciences mm. for example but it's it's not like it's it's not a direct line if that makes sense i think the only thing that's complex is probably the like the way you would structure your answers really that's the only thing <laughs> 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 no because honestly like you learn about why people commit crimes but yeah. you, if you watch crime shows and like you kind of already have like a strong background not that i'm saying it's exactly the same yeah but a lot of it is kind of like based off of truth truth do you know yeah. what i mean and so the most like the most the thing that you really learn is like why they commit crimes so like the different theories as to why so mm. there's some that will say like because of your environment and the people around you, you're likely to commit crimes. Some will say because of your biology makeup. Mm -hmm. That's obviously racist. Oh, so, so <laughs> like a nature versus nurture. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. yeah. So like the biopolitics says like if you have like a big nose or if you have like ah. <laughs> curly hair. No, but that's where that, like that's where all this um what's it called racism and what's what's that anti-Semitism? It was actually a lot based off of like oh you have the genes of a criminal. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. If you had like a big forehead, for example, you. <laughs> Do you know how how mad it is? Yeah. How how like, um, science and and things that that we learn, um, through school and institutions and stuff like that is steeped. Every single area of it is steeped in like racism or discrimination in some shape or form. See. And, and we're still being taught the exact same things mm -hmm. that they were being taught like time decades and decades and decades ago. What I find crazy is the medical racism. Like, I didn't really know much about it and how they like, how they treat like, so apparently like for, for example, kidneys, stuff like that. Yeah. The way they calculate how kidneys work is racist. So they basically assume that black people have like stronger kidneys or whatever yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So like the way they calculate it is like for a white person, they would need a lot less to be able to get a kidney compared to like a black person. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, it's just like, because of racism, they assumed that we were stronger. They assumed that our black color meant something. So now we are suffering to this day. So a white person is more likely to get a kidney transplant compared to a black person just because of that. Yeah. Just because of the way it's calculated. That's that. That's very mad as well. Cause, but it's it's something that I have also heard um, in terms of like um, getting sedatives and stuff like that. Oh, so, 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 mm. so like pain, pain relief. Like it, there's, there's this whole notion that black people have a much higher pain threshold. Mm -hmm. So, so like you, you have people who will go into shock, um, during, during like um surgery or, or or procedures and stuff like that because they they're experiencing pain mm. that's much higher than mm. than what what their white counterparts would would um would get. But this is because of the preconceived notion that black people are resilient oh, really? can, yeah. can can take on a lot more mm -hmm, and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. but it, this is like, 
um, this is something that that's, that's been like passed down. Like, like this, this is fact, scientific fact, fact that is put in books. But mm-hmm. obviously, it doesn't it's make not, sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But do you? I do you think black people can handle a bit more? No, than... man. What the hell? <laughs> Bro, obviously not. I got in cold. Oh, what? I don't want no problems. I just think that okay, maybe it is that black people are socialized to like take more pain and yeah. show it less. Because yeah. I feel like can we handle it more though? Because like you'll see some things that white people go through and they literally just break down. Because they haven't had well, I'm not speaking for all white people, yeah. but in terms of things that you have to take on the chin on a day-to-day mm. basis, black people have to take on a lot more. Because that there's there's things we're up within okay, say say for example, um you're at work. And like your boss comes up to you and you're like, what's going on, rude boy? Where, yeah. where, where, where are you, you going to say? Yeah, just, ah. yeah. <laughs> you have to take that one on, yeah. on the chin. But if if say for example some, something like happened to um, a, a white person, like not not rude boy per se, but something mm. of the same vein that mm-hmm. was insulting, mm-hmm. they would feel very obligated to call that mm. out. Hundred, hundred. Or that it would be more perceived, like acceptable, to be able to, to to call that out. So if if you have the ability on a day to day basis to be able to confront things and feel certain things and and, and don't feel like um, you have there's any sort of bias based on how you act, mm. like uh, because say okay I'll, I'll talk for myself. So um, I know that say for example if 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 I go in into a uh, into work. And I'm wearing a tracksuit. Man, are gonna look at me mad different. Like, say, 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 say for example, if if, if like they, they they see me in a tracksuit, like, cool, it's a tracksuit. I might be dressed inappropriately, but it's because I'm black. Yeah. Like, like this, this is a much worse offense than mm-hmm. if someone else. If someone white came in and was wearing a tracksuit and came to work, yeah. it would just be inappropriate. There's nothing yeah. else. Mm-hmm. There's no negative There's connotations. No, like, extra. He could be a gangster. It's just, just. It is what it is it at is. that point. Exactly, time. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But white people don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Like, well, whatever they do is what they've done. There's yeah. no extra, there's no added connotation, there's no baggage, there's no nothing. Mm-hmm. So if, if you don't have to deal with that on a day-to-day basis and take those things yeah, on board, then... Th- then just, th- honestly, you know what? I'm it's simplistic. Just, it's they're simplistic. living a free life. It's mm-hmm. mad when you think about it. Like, imagine just, like, deep, you could just do anything you want, basically. I mean, it is their land at the end of the day in this country, at least. But you can do anything you want, and basically just know that it will never be as bad as like what a black, black or brown person does. You know what yeah. I mean, like that is crazy. I mean, but I, I, I don't think that they even deeper, deeper. No, like they that. don't. They don't no. deeper on on that level because because they don't have to. Yeah, but you know, what I was thinking, right? Say, I, I don't know if this is controversial, but if I was a white person, I would never admit to white privilege personally. Like, I don't, why? Wow. The, well, yeah, explain this. Explain this. Explain Explain Because I just feel like if I'm a white person benefiting from white privilege, why would I go and be like, yeah, this is this is this is like? Imagine if your your dad is like the head of like a school, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get in because obviously your dad is the head of the school. Like, are you going to be like, yeah, like nepotism? Or are you just going to be like, no, nah, I, I did it because of my own, like, hard work. Like, yeah. even if you know what the real is, you're never going to be like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're going to be like, I did it myself. Da, da, da. So I feel like with white people and white privilege, like, why would you admit to it? What what benefit does that do for you as a person? Except for just making black people feel better. Mm. And I just never known white people to really care too much about making us feel better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So why would I admit to it? That's no, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And I think 
that is probably is the case for most people because yeah. you just go about life. It's just life. Like mm-hmm. if, if you don't consider those things, then it's mm-hmm. not an issue to you. But I guess like, say for example, if you had someone close to you, like someone you consider a friend yeah. who was black yeah, and maybe you saw yeah. the disparity. But then that just, that just proves that like you're only doing it just because you know it's the right thing to do. Not because you necessarily even agree with the, the agree with it. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like, do you really think white people are here like, yeah, we have white privilege and we suffer, from, I mean, we benefit from No, it. no, no, yeah. I, I, I don't think they are, but right and wrong is taught. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So if, if you're not taught about those things, how would you ever know? You yeah. just go about life, living life, and it, it, it would you'd be none the wiser, essentially. Yeah, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But is right and wrong really taught, or can you not, do you not have enough common sense to figure it out for yourself? Because, like, do you really need to be taught not to kill somebody? You just know. <laughs> Probably. Mm, okay, okay, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, okay, cool, because we can, we, we can talk about murdering. Yeah. And killing, yeah. But say, for example, if 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 like you you were to say someone killed a rapist online, mm-hmm. you would have mixed responses. You'd yeah. have some people who be pro that, mm-hmm, and have mm-hmm. some people who, who become that. Yeah, okay. The same action has taken place. Yeah. People have got different opinions based upon their their experiences, their preconceived notions. Yeah. Um, and then also their views on on the idea of a rapist. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So. So but right, right and wrong. Essentially, though, like, say if we were going to go to court, right? Or even, forget about court. But even even at the end of the day, you can still see how it is wrong that you killed that rapist. Regardless yeah. of whatever that rapist has done, like, your action yourself yeah. of killing somebody yeah. is still wrong. Like, regardless of the reason why you did it. Including, like, maybe self-defense. Like, obviously, self-defense is probably the only time where you can kill someone and get away with it properly. But mm. still, it's kind of like... Yeah, there will always be like um gray areas, but the actual action itself can still be considered right or wrong. Do you get what I mean? No, of course, of course. But society decides what's right and wrong. Mm, it's true. It's true. It's what, true. Things things that are, were illegal and are now legal, legal. change all the time. Mm-hmm. It's very there, there, true. there were things that people did back in the day that was cool mm. that you can't do now. Period. That's because ideas and, and the way in which people think mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. H- human beings aren't static. We're always constantly changing, yeah, always constantly evolving. evolving. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so I feel like right and wrong as well. Right and wrong it's shifts changing. and changes it because it was cool to to yeah. own people, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hundreds of yeah, years ago. Yeah. But now that's not cool. Mm. But that's because you know, changing ideas, people challenging things and saying, "Well, hold on a minute, my black friends are a, a slave. Mm-hmm. I like him." Why, why do you own him? Why do you whip him? Why do you chain him? But then, okay, I get what you're saying, right? Because, but then, like, in that whole right and wrong can be taught, do you really think that as they were owning slaves, like, that they didn't know what they were doing was wrong? Because I feel like, essentially, you yourself, you kind of know. Like, everyone is, I don't know if everyone's born with a sort of moral compass, but you kind of can tell when you're doing something wrong and when you're doing something mm-hmm. right. So do you think as these guys were owning slaves, they really thought, this is, this is something right I'm doing? Or do you think they were just doing it because it was the norm? Okay, so say, for example, you are a white man in the 1800s. Yeah. All you know is that you are the top of this fucking food <laughs> chain. Yeah. You see this this black one? That black one? Yeah. He's your property. Okay, property. Mm. You don't see him as a human mm. being. Mm-hmm. So how the hell are you, you, you're going to try to tell me he, he deserves to sit at my table and eat my... <laughs> Bro, take this oxtail, man. Chill, man. What? <laughs> 
imitate this oxtail. She does what they were eating back do, then. Do you know what I mean? And now it's become a the whole, the whole cow, you just gave me tail. <laughs> Can you imagine, you dickhead. You absolute prick. Nah, I'm actually uh, scared. <laughs> no, like, it's, it's big and serious. Like, like, if you've been conditioned mm. to think a certain way, yeah. for that to change, it's got to take a, a, long, like, like a, a long time or like a really, really significant experience. Mm. Yeah. Some, some, I agree with that significant yeah. experience as well. Like something that happens that you're just like, no, I can't, I can't live this way any any longer. Yeah, like, like, like so, some people have like a near death experience. All of a sudden, their whole life changed like, like that overnight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even need to be near. Breakups can also do that to you. Oh, heartbreak! <laughs> oh, oh, that's an episode. You know, that's an episode in itself. I promise you. But but we oh, we won't delve into that. We won't, we won't delve into that. This this now I, I kind of wanna 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 delve into um music okay okay music music music, music, music music just 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 because I feel like it's it's appropriate because I've got a music person okay cool within the within let's the building go. let's go um I kind of want want to talk and uh, number one celebrate um a, a couple people for, for for making some serious news congratulations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to to Santa and Dave oh yes um, you know David from from South Southwest uh. Streatham. Um, I, I went to college in SFX. Okay. Um, oh, he, 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 he was just down the road. That's my claim to fame. Um, <clears throat> um, I'd like to say thank you uh, uh, to, to, to Santander for mm-hmm. once again clinching another number one for the banging tune, but, Starlight. But, 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 and it's a banging tune. It's a banging it's tune. It's a banging tune. It is. I don't know what it is about Dave, yeah, that he's just not in the same realm as like the rest of them. Leagues. Like, do you know, I don't know, like, because I, cal- I class him as a conscious rapper. I don't know about you. Like, do you- <laughs> what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you class as a conscious rapper? I feel like someone that is, um, the category for me is like someone who's about their bars, like probably mm-hmm. exclusively. So they're not really trying to do a floating, just mm-hmm. bars. Um, they're speaking pretty relevant shit. Like, it's not just bitches and hoes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he doesn't swear a lot either. So, like, I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> Wait, that, that's your criteria. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar considered a conscious rapper. He is a conscious but you talk about bitches and hoes all the time. Yeah, but and, not and the majority, J. Cole too. Not the majority. I don't know if J. Cole's a conscious rapper as well. Let I, me just I, I, I feel like J. Cole's like he, he's like in his own pocket, like he's yeah, fluid. He's, he's, yeah, like he's, like he, he, he talks about that stuff. Because he's a bit misogynistic. <laughs> like super misogynistic. What do you mean? You've been chilling with Jay. Yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> that is true. He's been chilling. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, yeah, so it's Dave, but he's just cool. Like, I don't know, like, he, he doesn't make it corny, basically. Do you know what I mean? He's managed yeah. to, like, transcend the corniness of conscious rapping and end up just making it, like, very cool. Mm. Shout out to Dave, man. He's really, he's really doing bits. No, I hear you. I hear you loud. Like, I, I probably would put him in that same sort of bracket. Like, he's, he's in a different kettle of fish yeah. to a lot of rappers right now. Um... But I'm not too sure I would call him a conscious rapper. I think I've seen this. This guy has rapped about uh, migrants. There's one song I remember. Yeah, Free Bridges, sensational uh, song. Bro, I was just thinking like, song. how do you even get into this this energy? Like, to, mm. like that. He's he's honestly he's next level. Yeah. No, but I I just think he's he's just aware. Yeah. I I think the best rappers are drawing upon their own experiences, but draw upon everything else that's happening within yeah. the world. That's why, like, whenever. Uh, um, someone goes away and they make an album. Mm. I always feel like 
a, a great album is a different chapter in your life. Yeah, 100%. because you've experienced so many different things. You've been exposed to, to more things, so you're not gonna rap about the same things you was rapping about yeah, or singing about mm-hmm. or writing about all the stuff that you did maybe about five years ago because you're on a different stage in your life. You've experienced different things. You've seen different things. You've met different people. Mm-hmm. You're gonna come with a different perspective. I feel like, but do you not do you not think that's like expected from for some and for others not necessarily? Because like for example, mm. Future he has like a cool fan base, but he has rapped about the same thing his <laughs> 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 whole life. Like, but that's what they it's that's cold, what they expect. Though. It's cold. <laughs> March Madness. Actually, what? That's the thing. That's the thing. He does go in, and he he gives that misogynistic flair that you want. You know, what I mean, when yeah. you just want to be toxic, you go listen to Future, you'll yeah. be toxic. But Dave's got that streak in him too. Yeah, but like, I feel like with Dave, and he Dave, talks he has some a higher crud as well. Yeah, he does. And he, it's, serious even crud. About, yeah, it's true. Serious. Don't forget him. Why they call him Santan? <laughs> Run upon me and get a skin tan. Uh, what? Is that, is that what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't play with him. Don't play with him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like I would put. Dave in like the same kettle of fish as like a pot of paper. See, pot of paper, right? I haven't, I haven't gelled with him. Really? Yeah, like everyone's like perfect for him. I'm thinking, I just don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his, his, not his persona, I guess would be the word, but mm. it just doesn't really like seem to match up with his music for me. Like when I see him, I don't know, like it sounds a bit childish, but just when I see him and when I hear him, it's just like two completely different things and I can't, mm. I can't put them together. Maybe, maybe it's, it's cause like the, the hiatus. Cause, cause you know, like, like Potter, mm. he was in jail for a long time. Oh, well, did, is he just come out of jail? That's why yeah, he's gone yeah, big yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. Okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, yeah. So like Pot was rapping back in the day. Oh. He's been wavy from time. He's been rapping sort okay. of very, very similar things. But he ca- he came out of jail not, not too long ago. And basically, he started rapping again. Okay. But but like, he, he's he's like in the same... I think he was like rapping around the same time, like Devlin and Rare. See, that actually gives like me so much more context. Because well. I really was just like, where did this guy come from? Like, everyone was just giving put a paper for paper. I was thinking like, from where? Mm. No, no, no. He, he's, he's been here for a minute. Been here for a like, long, long minute. And then also there's this guy called We Want Rave. So I haven't actually listened we, to Yeah, him. I, I heard about him. Yeah, so, 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 so Marley brother from Leicester? Is, it Leicester? is he from Leicester? I think so. Uh, around there. Okay. Yeah, everyone's been talking about him as well. I'm thinking, okay, new wave of music coming out. I'm, like, I'm yeah. happy though. I feel like I'm liking like the direction UK music is taking. I know obviously a lot of old heads probably are not happy. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm happy that we're actually starting to become a bit more like international like in the sound in the look in the videos like i feel like uk artists are really starting to try mm. and like with their art even like their videos even like central c for example yeah yeah number one that that was our first number one i was gonna be with a mixtape with a mixtape mm-hmm. with a mixtape shout out to central yeah um even what's her name fk twigs oh yeah yeah, yeah. she's really trying bro like i feel like uk artists now they're really bringing something to the table and like they now can go against like for example their American counterparts. Like I feel like two years ago, even the like just vid- video quality alone, you just get a dash in the bin. Yeah. But now like okay, you know it's like a level play- level playing field kind of. Yeah. But not not there. You know what? Controversially, mm. um, okay, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say two things. The American music industry is light years ahead in terms of its size and its enormity yes. compared to, to, to the UK music industry. Yeah. But even though it's it's much bigger and it's going to get more plays inherently because of that, I don't think the quality in the music 
is anywhere near anything that's happening within the UK right yeah. now. I think people like, for me, um, I, I, I like what I like in it. <laughs> I like what I like, but I, I think I can identify a good thing when I see it. So when I see Diggity, okay. when I see uh, Backroll G, when I see Parcel Lou, okay, when Pasa I see, when, when, mm. when, when, when I see any, okay, when, yeah. when, like, when, when I see Sims, Dave, like when, 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 when I see Sims, like Storms even mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. a, a lot of people try to even Heady one, on. you know, Heady as well. Is hard. Oh my lord! <laughs> like like um Young T and but like even yeah. e- even even like our our like sort of mid tier artists, you would quote unquote mid tier mm-hmm. artists. I think they blow these these American people out the flipping water. Do you think so? I think, I think well, I not, think not 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 blow them out, out the water, out but the water. I I, I think, think in, in terms of in terms of quality and artistry, mm. like I, I I think America is very very fast, yeah. fast fast food. Like like yeah. th- there's there's not there's not quality in, in it. Like it's just yeah. yeah. I I kind of like I thought I kind of agree to a certain extent in terms of like when like for example I feel like when you get a star in UK they really blow. Whereas like if you think about it, like the biggest stars are actually not American, like music stars. Mm. So for example, Drake, he's actually Canadian. Canadian do you get yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Adele, UK. You know Dua Lipa? I didn't know she was from the UK. You know, you know she's from London. I didn't know that. You, bro, but you know, know how that. big that woman is? Like she's huge. huge. Like, I feel like when we make stars, we make stars, yeah. like international stars, even like the Beatles. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Ed, Ed Sheeran. Thank you. Like, like, you know, people were talking about Drake and Kanye sales and then Adele just came 800k just pushed them all like in the water do you know what I mean I'm just thinking like we bring we make out like proper artists but I do think America is still kind of like the um what's it called what we're influenced by yeah yeah do you know what I mean? yeah so I feel like they still it's, are it's, like it's the, a huge it's a huge it's like market brother, so of course, yeah. of course like it's gonna influence us yeah yeah I feel like yeah but yeah, there there are some big ones. Like Dave is doing well at Central C. He's definitely gonna do an international team. Like I think he's gonna be like a rap superstar. Do you get what I mean? A superstar. You don't think so? Like superstar. Yeah, I think he probably has out of all the UK artists right now. Or, or, or just a star, because I, I I feel like there's there's a. There's, what do you there, count, count as superstar? I like think, Drake level. Yeah, I hundred percent Drake's like a superstar. I think. You know what? This this is very very interesting because um, they were talking about this on Half Cast podcast, yeah, um, not too long ago, and I, I agreed w- with a lot of the sentiments. Like in terms of superstar, I think numbers plays like a huge like you have to be yeah you, you have, have to, you have to have have numbers. numbers I'm not gonna lie, yeah, like, <laughs> but but then also the level of artistry has to be able to to, to match the numbers. I think Ed Sheeran has he's he's like a superstar yeah adele is a superstar mm-hmm. um i think the closest person in terms of our scene like like the black music scene i think dave is probably the closest to superstar level. To, to, to superstar right, right now I, I i think dave is not too far away mm-hmm. i think stormzy stormzy is but is dave is like i'm not noticing but i'm just asking is dave on an international or is he just big in the uk like are people in Germany okay, in America listening to him? 
or Germany, like. Did, or... did, did, did you not see him? He he had <laughs> like US tour dates. I swear. Yeah, we did like he, he goes to like, Europe all the time, like okay, okay. Sweden, Denmark. I know Denmark, they like we love, love us. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So Dave, because I didn't, know, I didn't really, because he's so humble as well. Because that's what they were saying in the whole po- po- uh, the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. About how the energy of a superstar, right? Because they don't really embody that energy of like, I'm the number one selling artist. They're yeah. very, very humble about it, which I think mm-hmm. is just the UK thing in general. Yeah. But like, that's why I wouldn't have assumed that Dave is like that superstar. I feel like Central C kind of embodies that. No, no, no. Superstar. I, I, no, no. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like he, he's like giving that energy. I also think you know Ivorian Doll. Have you heard of Ivorian Doll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she, she would have definitely given off that superstar energy, in my opinion. I, I, I reckon she, she could have gone really, really far. Yeah. I feel it, like she still it, can. In, obviously, if in, hopefully. In the US. Yeah. yeah in the US. Yes. That's what I'm saying. She, she would have. Let's be real. She would have gone in the US. She was already making yeah. songs with like Saucy Santana and stuff like yeah. that. So did, I think did, did she do one with Dream Doll as well? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That was Shabo. Shabo. Oh, that song was a. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it, was. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. It was on, on Shabo's tape. Yeah. Queen of the South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Shabo. I like Shabo as well. Shabo's cold man. Cold. Yeah, I think she can. She can do bits. Yeah. But like, what about what do you think about the the girl scene? Like, do you know many? female rappers, rappers in the um, UK. I, and I, I know a few. I, I, I won't sit here and, I, <laughs> I, I, and lie to you. I won't lie to you. Yeah. But I, I feel like in terms of women within the UK, it's, it's very different to um, the male space because it kind of feels like there's a fight for one, for, for number one. Yeah. I like it, it's, it, it's a bit Royal Rumbly. Whereas like within like the male space, you got your central C's, you got your diggers, you got, so your Dave's, you got your Dave's, you got your heady yeah. ones, you got your AJ Tracy's. Uh-huh. You got, regardless of whether man is popping or man's not popping, mm-hmm. it kind of seems like they're all There's, just there. Yeah, they can have, they have space to be themselves. Yeah, exactly. But like within the female space, I kind of feel like there's only allotted spots. Like it, yeah. it, it's, it's either, it's either. Is there mis- even, it, do you think there's even spots within the UK though? Cause like, I'm trying to think of you know how okay in America you'll say Nikki like that's just the number one. Yeah. Who's the person that you think of like the not? But Nikki hasn't even released now. Like. No, no, no. But I'm saying in terms of like if you think of a female rapper from America, a lot of people say Nikki. If yeah. you're not, then you'll say Cardi. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's like one or two main faces. Who are the main faces in the UK? Um, you know what? I I, I would say Sims. Sims. Yeah. Sims. Sims because. I know Sims, but yeah. I'm not too sure how many people know Sims. People know Sims now, now. because mm-hmm. of this I, new album. It, even, you know what? I found it so disrespectful when she won Best Newcomer. Are I was you thinking, what dumb? does it mean to be <laughs> new? Dumb. Do you know she's been? I swear she has like four like different mixtapes. Like, <laughs> like pe- people are acting as if Sims just popped, just out, popped out of nowhere. But she's Sims been, been grafted. Like she's actually been like I love Sims's come up because it's like a more realistic come up. Yeah. Like I think if you're an artist or you see artists, you kind of just think it's like overnight. Like you can't really see. But with her, like you really do see the effort she's put in. Like if you even go back to like her first ever videos, you can see like the difference from that to now. Like her her journey is amazing. Like yeah, really yeah. inspiring. No, but I, I agree. I, I I think that's that's how music should be mm-hmm. like there, there is levels of progression mm-hmm. but uh, i think like now because you see so so, so many people who just kind of blow off or, or you off, assume off, or, 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 yeah no no yeah. no yes yes okay cool that's that uh, that's the better way to, to put it you assume that 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 they they, they blow off one tune but some people are blown off mm-hmm, one tune mm-hmm. like tiktok now is making that's the thing that you're right about that kind of like fast food effect where it's like things are happening so quickly like 
things are going high so quickly, but they're also dropping so quickly. Like yes. I was watching this podcast yesterday, actually, and they were talking about how um, about 60 or 70% of music that's listened to today is actually released, was released 18 months or longer ago. So basically yeah. old music. So yeah. people actually prefer to listen to their old music mm. compared to like the music that's coming out today, which makes sense because I feel like maybe people like, like listening to an album or listening to something that someone has actually taken time to to create and craft, you know, you can appreciate that more as in, than like someone who's dropping singles after single after single. Mm. And it's like the same thing, no progression, no change, no nothing. It's just like, I can see why things are going up really quickly, but also coming down. down really quickly, no one's yeah. staying on the charts for really long now. It's literally just like people before that used to be like, you will be on the charts for like five, six, seven weeks. And that's not happening. Like yeah. people are just running through music yeah. now. It's very, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing mm. that there's, there's one group. I feel like that smashes that, that whole kind of stereotype and it's D block Europe. Oh yeah. Them man there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what spiritual chokehold <laughs> they have, but De- and it's, it's, it's deserved. Their man are fucking like they work hard. Sup- like superstars. Like uh, okay, not not yeah, not okay, not, 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 not superstars. I think they but, could but do they, superstar they've, level. They've, they've got superstar in Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred. And I, you know, that's the thing. That's there's two ways. Like for me, I feel like I'm definitely following the DBE route. Yeah, you just drop, 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 drop. Like I like the way they do it because you can just tell they care about. Not even let's say that they care about the music, but they are they they have hunger in them. Yeah, they, they haven't do. gotten lazy. I think. Another issue in the UK, which may be why that superstardom doesn't really get there, is because once you've made your money, I feel like so many people just stop being hungry. Yeah. Like, because in America, you have competition. Like, mm. there's a lot of competition, so you want to stay there's relevant. There's competition in your state, let your alone st- even the, the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah once you've yeah. kind of blown in the UK, you've, you've got your name. Like, no one can really take that away from you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Even if you had just one song, you can make a little bag off that and then go... But they're not like the hunger isn't there. That's mm. why when you can see so, so like DBE, you can see see they're still hungry. Who else? Like Dave is still hungry. Do you yeah, know what I mean? He is, He's yeah. still got that. Even Digger D. Even, even Digger. I love Digger. <laughs> I love Digger so much. D. Yeah, I do. I do. Like the, the the thing which I love about Digger, yeah, is number one, like he is actually a good rapper. Mm. Like I, I I feel like a lot of people make good songs but not a lot of people are good rapping. rappers mm-hmm. like he's a genuinely good rapper he's creative mm. especially he's very co- creative he's very very creative especially con- considering um the, the the ban on on certain things that yeah can say, yeah that's true actually but then also he's not just um involved in music he's he's involved in the whole vision so mm. when 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 he did like no diet he came up with the whole concept for the video i swear yeah he's, yeah, yeah. he's really into it like that that's yeah good. like, like uh, when, when he did um chingy and uh, uh, and uh, and like Woy and all those mm-hmm. like he directed all, yeah. all all of his videos like he's involved in every in single fact like he cares about music do you know what i mean yeah that's actually because uh, in terms of you saying he's creative it's actually true like the music that i hear from diggity like i don't listen to him like on a level but just the music that's popular mm. but even that music is very like unique to him and also very like catchy but in like yeah. a not trying to be catchy way like, yeah you know exactly what I mean? like, even the, the new one yeah, as well yeah like what's it called that fuck free women for us i know i was just thinking like this is like a banger like and it sounded so old school as well that's what i like about him he gives off that kind of like 50 cent kind of vibe i didn't have to explain it yeah no, but- I get, I, no i'm with you i'm with you bj i'm with you i'm with you yeah but he just seems like yeah like this nigga he, he, he about that line and he yeah, yeah. But, but but you see I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are trying to mm. be a part of that life 
Dave is cold because Dave, he's just super duper talented. Mm-hmm. Like, th- th- you know, like when you're in school, there's just that one kid who's just, he's just gone. Yeah. He's just gone. Dave, just Dave, 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 Dave is just gone. <laughs> like, Digger is super duper, like, creative, and I, I, and I think he really likes music. Another one that I always have to shout out each and every single time, Bakroji. Bakroji. I, I, I love this guy, like, in terms of his energy. I don't think there's a lot of people with energy like him. And I haven't seen energy like that since, like, Grime days. I swear. Like, I, I, I get what you mean. Like, I feel like he's got something different. Like, he also, he collaborates a lot with Nigerian artists as well. So, like, yeah, I've seen, yeah, so, like, I see, like, he's very much in, like, the culture and trying to do something different. But, like, Pasalu is, is the one for me. Yeah, Pasalu, yeah, yeah. So he's, that, he's a little bit special. That guy, and J-Hus, but no, Pasalu, I think Pasalu, yeah, I don't know what that guy's on. I know he takes some crazy drugs when he makes <laughs> his music. I'm not lying. Sometimes when I'm listening to this, I'm just thinking, there's no way a sober man can make this music. Nah, dead ass. It's just so, like, you can tell he's so connected to his culture. And, like, yeah. that's the thing. I think the issue is that a lot of people, they're not trying to be themselves. Yes, like, yeah. For the longest time, it could have been even, like, quote-unquote embarrassing to, like, have an accent or, you know, really be connected to your culture or, you know, speak your language, whatever. But now it's, like, obviously it's hype. Like, now everybody wants to go back to their their roots and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like... The fact is, he could have made music trying to sound super UK or super this or mm. giving them, but he made it like trapping, but in his way. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? like, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it, it makes it hard. Like, it could have been considered corny, da, 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 but because he did it like true to him, it mm. made sense. I feel like you can really tell when an artist isn't being authentic to them mm. or trying to mm. die, yeah, which is it's not a vibe. No, 100%. I, I, I really agree. And okay, so, so j- just a based on, on those points that you made, yeah, I think NSG. Yeah. I think um, Western. Oh, my Western, Western had my flipping heart. What, what, nah, what, do you know that's what song, Mama Stay by Western? Ooh. That song, yeah. Just, just, oh, just kill me now. That song, I don't know what they did. I could listen to that song for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. that one song. Yeah. <laughs> not, not like... I, I I want to talk about groups in, in the UK, yeah. but I, I, I'm not sure if, if I'll have enough time to, uh, to to be able to do so because like the fact NSG and Western don't get as much airplay and and time as other artists who I personally don't think um, are as talented as them. Just no slight, slight to them, but I, th- I think for me, it's a matter of fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're super duper talented. I, and I, I don't know what, what the issue is. Also, Young T and Bugsy as well. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is with groups, with, groups with, within, yeah. within the UK. It's almost like... Groups they, don't get as much love. Yeah, Krypton Conan too as well. Oh, that's so true. Like... I don't know what it is, you know. I think with NSG, the slight problem could be because of there's so many people, it's kind of hard to put a face. Like, there's a couple faces you would recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think maybe they should probably spend a bit more time, like, actually on branding. So, like, yeah. they have, like, a way of, like, recognizing this is NSG. Yeah, you're, you're, properly, <laughs> you're properly in the music. Nah, but their music, because you have to deep, like, NSG, they've had so many waves. Like, their music has been, like, there's always an NSG song that's, like, that's popular. Do you get what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. They, they just... Yeah, but but true. even even if you don't know, like all all the the the, the fifty five members that are inside <laughs> the group, yeah, 
you hear them on a tune. They yeah. all come in, do their do thing, they, yeah, yeah. and and it sound it's smooth. Like it, yeah. it, it's not it's not one person. This person, it's like energy. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's, it's like a collective. Mm-hmm. It's a group, mm-hmm. and I love that about them. And mm-hmm. it's so authentic, it's so genuine. And it, in in the same way, I know, kind of in polar opposites to um, Western, I feel like Akel, Louis, and Hailey all have very very distinct Sting. roles yeah. w- within the group. But because it's so distinct. It works so well, like and I know, I know, Hailey's gonna come like yeah. Craig David. I just mash up the whole thing. Like Louis gonna come in on on, on a Cameron um vibe and mm. just source gal, and Akel's gonna mm-hmm, come in and spit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sixteen and he's <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but it works and it's beautiful. Like even though they're, they're, they're so different, it's just, it just it works. Yeah, it works. They don't even sound like incredibly UK. I don't know how to explain no, it, they but don't. they sound... It's, it's world it's music. Transi- yeah, it's transcends. World music. Yeah. yeah, but I think they, with Western, they've had like issues with their group because one of their members keep on going in and out of jail. Akel, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's hard to, I guess they don't want to drop him, but they don't, they can't. It's hard no, to no, 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 no. Like, like uh, I think Akel, like just, just like a, a lot of the mandem are past, isn't it? And, and, uh, and like, Sometimes, you know, having one foot inside, mm, you know, success and music hard, and everything yeah. like that and, and having one foot here and may, maybe you might want to take that foot out, but people won't let you take that foot out and it's a little bit difficult oh. and then wrong place, wrong time mm-hmm. and all of a sudden. And also well, like, because music, it's not, it's not going to make you money straight away. Whereas that trap or that other thing that you do, making, that's making yeah. you the money that's feeding your music a lot of the time. Yeah, exactly. So you have to, it, it's, it's, it's definitely difficult. Yeah. But I mean, if you want it hard enough, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and actually, that's a that's a great segue point. So now I want to talk about you and your musical journey a little <laughs> bit, now. Um, so you're talking about how hard uh, do you, do you want it? Yeah. How, how how bad do you want it? And 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 from what point within your journey did you realize that you really really wanted to do music and this was your path? Um, so basically, I started making music when I was on my year abroad. So I was in Norway, and my friend she was like a singer. So like, um, I used to help her write stuff. And then I was like, okay, let me rap a little bit. Then I started rapping. And then like fast forward to like 2019, I released my first freestyle like on Instagram. Mm. So I was just creating music. Like at that time, like I never saw music as a business. It was really just like something I did that was just fun. And I was never really looking to the future. I was just posting as I felt like it. So I'll drop a few freestyles and I dropped a song in like 2020. Um, but then... 2021 I went to Nigeria and I just had like I don't know you know when you go home and it's just like you just get this energy like I don't know how to explain it like you just feel revitalized refreshed Mm. and I came back into England I was like you know what I'm gonna take it seriously and I'm gonna go hard like I'm gonna actually put all my energy because before it really wasn't my energy it was just like fun but Mm. now I was like I'm actually gonna put all my energy into ensuring that I'm able to have a career in music Mm. long term so yeah, the last like few months, so basically that was last May when that happened. So it's nearly going to be like a year of actually really, really going hard. But yeah, I want it, I want it the most. I think I want it the most out of everyone. Yeah, oh no, that's sick, that's <laughs> sick. So, so, so like you said last May, so that's, is that, is that height of pandemic or just coming out of lockdown or? Yeah, so that was like, 
Uh, just coming out of lockdown. Yeah. So like it was still lockdown times because when I went to Nigeria, it was still very everything locked down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like it was kind of perfect actually. Like obviously the pandemic wasn't great for a lot of people, but I felt like during that time I was able to really like cook, like create music, mm. figure out my plan, like what I wanted to do and how I was gonna do it. So yeah, kind of all worked out perfectly. No, that's sick. I I feel like for a lot of people, lockdown. Um, and the pandemic was a it was a good opportunity to reset, even though there was a whole bunch of stuff going on. I feel like because everything was so stripped away, you were Had able no to yeah exactly <laughs> like like you you could find time because your life wasn't so busy mm. for for other things and and uh, ambitions and goals and things in which you wanted to achieve. But because of all the you know the day to day noise, it, it's a little bit difficult to tap into that and really mm -hmm. give it the energy mm -hmm. it deserves, isn't it? Um, for me, that this it was the podcast. Uh, that, so you started the podcast during the pandemic? No, 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 no. So, so I started it before. Yeah. Um. So I was sort of um doing it with friends and stuff like that in uni, um, like booking spaces like in the library and in like at my house and stuff like that. But sort of like, exams came along. Yeah. You kind of have to drop everything yeah. and I, I mm -hmm. focus on that. Um. But basically, I I, I started working like actually like pumping out episodes. Um, during during lockdown, and then from that, uh, worked with Roundhouse, mm -hmm. and then um, and then after I did that, then came the opportunity for Audio Labs. I realized I haven't even told this story actually. <laughs> yeah, so Same so um, so you so, got to Audio. What's Audio Labs? Is that uh, like so so Audio Labs is a program that the BBC is is a um, audio accelerator development program. Okay. okay. So um so to help like podcasts or any sort sort of audio. Podcast, okay. podcast, yeah. So, um, so you had to submit. I think, I think it was for seven, seven different ideas. You had to submit an idea, um, the concept for it, and a five-minute um sample track. Mm. Actually, I'll, I'll play it for you afterwards. Um, but but yeah. So so I, I kind of I, I done a lot of um podcasts like this, like my my two pod podcasts anyway. So Team Waffles, and then the sort of spin-off for um Transmission Roundhouse which I centralized around the pandemic. Okay. So the whole concept for it was kind of like an audio scrapbook of the voices of young people who are affected by different things within the pandemic. Ooh, audio and scrapbook, that sounds cool. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm getting better at remixing. Yeah, I, I'm no, tell, no. I don't tell Gyal I'm, I'm a podcaster. Uh, I'm, I'm audio form content creator. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's my fucking mm -hmm. right. Yeah, Executive. Yeah. Thank chat, you. Chat to me nice. <laughs> chat to me nice. I ain't Kevin Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so um, so um I, I kind of created um that. So so it, the, the whole idea and concept for it was... Um, um, it was going to be sort of a self-help guide to get young people through the pandemic. So I mm. interviewed different people. I um, documented my own experience through monologues. So that, that's how I got better with script writing as well. Okay, okay. So I practiced script writing. I did a little bit of sound design. I did in sound effects, music, okay, etc. Okay, blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. So 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 it, it kind of evolved from just having simple conversations to now adding in different, um, you know, parts, moving yeah. parts to it. So, you know, you've got script writing, sound design in there as yeah, well. Yeah, like adding the different skills. I, that's the thing, right? Once you kind of start doing your own thing, the amount of things you pick up, like mm. do, even doing music, the amount of things I've like learned that I didn't ever think I was ever going to learn in my life, it's crazy. Mm. But like, what do you think is the number one thing that you think is important when starting your own media form? Um... Say that, say that last part again. Like, what do you think is the number one thing that you would like 
give advice, if someone is to start a podcast today, what advice would you give them as like the number one thing they have to do all the time? Like, um, I think the number one thing you have to ask yourself is why you're creating what you're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I actually had a great, con- well, not a great conversation, but I had a great talk from um, basically uh, commissioning um, a commissioner within the BBC. So it was my first day mm. um, and, and there was this guy called Tony Phillips. Um, and basically, I, I, I won't go through the, the whole talk, but he gave a really, really impactful talk. But the part that, that, um, that stuck with me was people are always gonna throw in their, their two cents, their ideas. Um, but you need to ask yourself, why are you creating this? Yeah. What is the hook? What is important? And 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 like, what what is drawing you to this this idea, this story? So, in in terms of podcasting, the story, the narrative, whatever it is you're, you're trying to tell. Why are you? In in, yeah. in in terms of music, why are you making this music? Yeah, hundred. Like, what what is the the story you're trying to tell through through mm-hmm. through this music? Mm-hmm. If you know what that is, regardless of whichever way people pull it, stretch it, tear it apart, at the core, if you understand why you're doing what you're doing, yeah, it's it's it. it it, 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 even if it changes as a project does, the core concept will always remain the same and therefore it will make your idea unique. People connect with it. And, and, and how we we're talking about authenticity, mm-hmm. the authenticity will always be there. Nice. So so, so when, when people create things, audio content, know why you're making it or question yourself consistently. Why are you making this thing? I mean, that's actually such good advice, you know? Like that's something that... Everybody who's listening, listen to that advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, please, please, please don't, 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 don't cough my head and say I give you bad advice. No, please, no please, but that's is true because I think people do be rushing into things, not really thinking about the reason that they're they're, they're doing it and mm. they're doing it for maybe the notoriety mm. or the be able to say, I do this thing. Mm. But maybe if you're doing it for something that actually matters to you, you'll be able to keep at it even when no one else is supporting you yeah because that's really it right you need to be able to self like what's the word self-sustain right exactly exactly you need to be able to push yourself and if you don't have a reason can you really push yourself Hundred percent, hundred percent. If if we haven't got five minutes, um, I, I, I want to go into a whole another lane just 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 on that about being a content creator because because yeah. you, you know there's there's points I, I'm, I'm sure you know like. <laughs> Man, when when you tell people you're gonna start something, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you do your thing, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. We start posting, I, you know, liking Where, it. What's yeah. you sharing? Like, mm. where's, where's all the buzz? People there? are the never gonna. You know, I noticed. Yeah, one thing I had to learn about music: your friends are not your target audience. You need to just get that straight. Your friends are not your target audience. Your friends are not even your customers. Mm. They just pity you. <laughs> no, but that's fine because they're your friends. Do you know what I mean? So when you. <laughs> Not that not pity, but okay, because pity has a bad connotation around it. Sympathetic, exactly. Mm -hmm. But they pity you. It's just like oh, they're only sharing it because they know they have to, not because they would actually on a normal day if they came across it. And that's fine because they're you know you're you're still coming up, but never see as your friends should should or should not be doing certain things because they're not your target audience anyway. You don't like, if all your friends are the only ones buying your shit, listening to your shit, doing your shit, then it's not really going to go beyond your friendship group. Mm, no, I agree. I agree fully, Mm-mm. fully. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think for me, that, that was also a learning curve as yeah. well, just because like, it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm creating something that the man can listen to, yeah, no yeah, bus yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But where am I trying to take this? Yeah. It can't just be your friends or your, the, your immediate circle. It has to be 
more than that. And you always have to be thinking about how can I get it beyond that? Bruv, it's hard. <laughs> So I've got one last question for you. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really, really quick. Yeah. Um, just, just a one-liner. Um, why do you do what you do as a musician? Um, because I truly believe that there's someone out there that can relate to my experience wholeheartedly. And I want them to know that there's someone out there that's like them. Cold. Cold. See, look, <laughs> I told you, musician, and just bow, inside bow, bow. The, the, the music world... <laughs> Nice, simple, succinct. You had one shot, three, four line. Done. Done in. <laughs> Sensational. So now, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Tea and Waffles. Hopefully you tune in for another one. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Thank you. Um, please make sure to um, view us on all socials. Well, not all socials. Twitter and Instagram at Tea and Waffles Pod. Um, and get at me, um, the host who does the absolute most, Tommy Dixon, um, Mr. T Dixon underscore. Um, on both Twitter and Instagram. And please, BJ, would you please plug your... Um, actually, no, plug your music. Yeah. Plug your socials. Yeah. Plug everything. Okay, so if you want to find me on the music, all you got to do is type in BJ. BJ and then Black. B-L-A-C-C, okay? On Spotify, YouTube. I got music video. I, don't even bother following me yet. Just watch my YouTube videos. BJ Black on YouTube, okay? I got the hardest videos there. And Instagram, it's BJ Black. Thanks, guys. Sensational. <laughs> I listen, I've seen her live, so I, I, I can vouch for it. If I'm lying, I'm frying. <laughs> put, no, put, I want to actually in, say put this. Put me in, in shallow oil, <laughs> pan frying, man. <laughs> let, me, let me say this now, yeah? Now we're here. What's the date today? It's the 12th. 12th of March. So he came to me where when my show had like three people, I'm going to say this on this podcast now, because hopefully in like two years time, no, not hopefully in two years time when I listen to this, it's going to be like big, big arenas or some shit there. We're going to be like, yeah, remember this day. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. Thank you. Sensational. Thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully you tune in for another one. We're out. Bye.